Week one, cash and stacks coming at you. There is football. Thank the Lord above. I'm, I'm watching it right now. It's actually on this very second. I mean, it, I'm, I'm paying attention 100% to you, and at the same time, I'm paying 100% to football. It's one of those miraculous things that can only be described as a football miracle. This is what you're supposed to do with this show. Throw us on, turn down the volume, get your picks, get 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 your updates. We'll be doing this every we'll be doing yeah, get the waiver wires, transaction trends. This is what we're gonna do Monday nights. Yeah, we're gonna help you recap and pick up the pieces if you've you know had a down week. If you're ready to roll and you crush this week, we're just gonna add a few weapons to your arsenal, get you into that championship round. So stick with us. It's gonna be a new format. We've moved on from the draft. Now we're gonna be talking NFL news. We're going to be talking waiver wires. we got three tweets coming. we got a brand new segment that I'm going to tease that it's been the talk of the NFL so far, and that is New England Baywatch. We'll talk a little bit about that coming up soon. It, it, it was a fun New England Baywatch this week. Man, how happy are you? There's fantasy football going on right now. Football is happening. I mean, I was – yeah, Sunday when – I turned on the red zone. I was in the middle of helping my dad with the project. It was like five minutes to the red zone. So I was like, mm, gotta go. I, I gotta, and gotta go watch red zone. I sit down, Scott Hansen starts talking and I just could, I couldn't stop smiling. I was like, this is so awesome. I love that man. He, he's my favorite Hansen. And I, I much rather have him in my living room welcoming me than the other Hansen guy who comes in your kitchen. No, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No thanks at all. Which yeah. Hanson is that? I think his name is Chris Hanson. Uh, and uh, I think it's, uh, I don't know if it was NBC News or ABC News, but it was one of those to catch a predator guys. And uh, oh. that, that wasn't down. I, that Not my Hanson. That's all I can say. You know, my, my Hanson is Scott and he's strong to quite strong. Yeah, so, he yeah. is strong to quite strong. Good, good jaw on that guy. Yeah. Good really, jaw, really. good hair. Mm. He just gets you excited. I, I, uh, I love I love Scott Hansen. I'm not going to lie. I, I've been uh, tweeting at him and about him and uh, to him the last couple of days, just hoping, grasping at a retweet, any acknowledgement that I will be with him all Sunday, all year. I'll be with him more than my wife and my children on Sunday. And I just wanted to let him know I was praying to him that day. So, um, Man, yeah, it, it just – it really was – you know, I, I'm already up 50 because I bet somebody that the season would start on time. But nice. it's interesting because, you know, part of what we're going to talk about tonight is the waiver wire. And I would attack this season differently than I normally would. I, I always say go heavy in the first few weeks on the waiver wire. Um, but because of COVID, I'm adjusting that strategy. But. They've had 44,000 tests, something like that, and one positive, you know? So yeah. they're managing, you know? I, I, I think the success of the NFL is actually going to translate into Big Ten, Pac-12 football coming back. Like, there's there's rumors, yeah. I mean, I think the thing about it, too, that I'm surprised we got here, you know, and that, you know, speaking of Scott Hansen, he mentioned that, too, in his, his intro yesterday, just like, I can't believe we're here. We're finally here. Oh, my gosh. It's been a long, terrible, you know, eight months, uh, but we're just so glad we're here together. And, uh, you know, I agree. And I think that the cool thing about football fantasy particularly is that it can bring folks together around something that is, I mean, it, not that it's not a hot issue but something that is it's pretty cut and dry you win or you lose you know and it's fun you get to watch it every sunday there's there's a finality you know you're gonna you're in it to win it and if you don't you know you know there's no vagueness and uh, it's just so much fun to to bring that kind of fun contest into community and build relationships through fantasy so i mean for me i was excited because i got to be around everybody else i cared about on twitter and and enjoy something i knew every single one of the people i loved was enjoying sans my family <laughs> Oh, we got a lot of hate from the family. Did you get, by the way, did you catch any hate yesterday from anybody, or were you just left alone to like live your life? I caught some dad hate. 
my dad lives lives with us and uh he came up and he tried to <laughs> he tried to hit me with like you're missing out on your children growing up michael yeah. i said well, i said get out of here get lost That's, pops get out of here my children are growing up watching football with me. That's what they're doing. They're right here. This is a, a, a football house on Sundays. And uh, my three-and-a-half-year-old and me played our first real game of catch after we watched football all day. So it's working. That's that's beautiful, man. I'm I'm crying back here, you know. Um, that My, my, uh, my it, family it, starts off really happy and good with football. And they say stuff like, you gonna watch football today? Oh yay! We'll come and be with you. And I'm like, awesome, awesome, great. And then as I sit there, you know, in the same kind of spot for most of the day, I just as the day goes on, I just hear stuff like, "Are you still here? Oh my gosh, are you still here? Have you moved? Look, he's still here, everyone. Are you gonna do this all day? Is this all you're doing? I can't believe you're doing this." And then my response is, "I've been talking about this for eight months. I've been telling you all about this day. I've been excited for this day. It has been on my mind for a long time." Uh, and all I'm getting is the grief. I was told that uh, it was poop, it was crap, it was garbage. If you didn't know, I live with exclusively ladies. I don't have any other men at home. Even the gerbils I live with are ladies. So you know what? I I'm, I'm just taking it as it comes, grateful for each snap. You know how they say, like, take each day by day? I, I take it snap by snap, man. I'm grateful for it all. I'm grateful to be with you tonight. I'm gratefully watching football as we speak right now. It is Dude, a great, great I know. time. We call it Christmas. It's right. like football Christmas. If you don't celebrate, I'm sorry, football Hanukkah, football Kwanzaa, football New Year. It's football, man, and I am just excited. Yeah, I um, I would say when Scott Hansen was introing the show was one of my favorite moments of 2020. You know, mm. with everything that's happened, it was just like, come on, man. We, got, we need this. This is so great. I mean, it, it's just good. So, yeah, man, good to be here tonight. Good to be with uh, anybody who's watching live and uh, all the people tuning in tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's why we're doing it Monday. So we can, you know, we can talk about what happened over the weekend and, uh, you know, give you guys our, uh, you know, our thoughts, our impressions. We can talk about we have a, a segment that Jesse coined um, called Elevate. Elevate Scott. Scott, my bad. Scott. Um elevate, mitigate, or eviscerate. Um that's that's what we're thinking about different players on our team. Um so man, what popped to you this weekend? Who 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 do you want to elevate, mitigate, or eviscerate? Oh man, you know, there's a few different people I think you got to elevate. Um, you know, just off the break, Naheem Hines is somebody who I have in uh, redraft. I, I drafted Jonathan Taylor. I also drafted Naheem Hines in the 14th round, just as a, a little backup policy. The news broke today. If you're not paying attention, Marlon Mack Achilles. Oh, that's not good. That is a problem. So that backfield becomes a share. It's a. It, you know, I heard that they're looking at Lamar Miller, maybe bringing him in. Uh, he's having a talk with him. I'm not scared of of anybody coming in. That that backfield is going to be JTs and then Naheem Hines. That, yeah. Both of them. Uh, they're going to get it. If he if Naheem Hines is on your waiver wire. Ooh, man, I'm I'm pushing uh, at least maybe 40 to 60 percent of my stack, depending on kind of what my fab situation looks like. And um, he's the only guy I think I'm going balls to the walls for this this week where you're just you got if you got, you know, if you had Marlon Mack or if you had a share in that offense and you're expecting or maybe if you're just ready to, to, to pounce, you know, uh, if you can get him, he's going to be a PPR monster. I thought Frank Reich was just joking around when he said he was going to throw him the ball 14, 15 times a game. That was coach speak. We all laughed it up on Twitter. Uh, and then he he just targeted him up. He just threw threw him targets all game long. Um, so you know that's the guy. I think that is the man right now. If you're listening and you you know Abdi, he's the guy. But do what you got to do to get him if you're in a position to uh, win. But if you're not, if you're not going to go for him, we we have some other guys that we're going to talk about that might might be somebody that you want to go for. He's definitely being elevated on my bench. He was on my bench last week. He's being elevated to my flex position he's for sure. Yeah, so you're you you you're putting him in your lineup. Um, if you have a a first come first serve, would you drop Tariq Cohen for Naeem Hines? Yes. 
but, but particularly because Matt Nagy and his offense is not consistent. And last year, Tree Cohen's his catch uh, yards per catch were under seven or seven and, and seven point nine. It was it was not good. Actually, I think last year it was five something being coming from 7.9 so that's he's just not very good right now in that offense they know when it's coming to him you know I, I'm not a big fan of Matt Nagy I'm not a big fan of that offense so I think yes I I would right now I would so I had um I had the opportunity in a first come first serve league and uh and I had Tariq Cohen and I kept thinking about it because I also have David Montgomery so He's kind of like my safety valve for Montgomery. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And by the time I thought about it, somebody came and scooped him. I was like, no. Oh, the hesitation. The, the hesitation. Second. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to know. Yeah. So if you have a free agent auction budget, you would go 40 to 60% of your entire budget. Yeah. And I think it depends on your position. That's why if, if you don't need to. Mm -hmm. You can be one of those guys who just mucks it up and throws a forty-seven dollar bid in there. You know what I mean? I, just see I, if you get them. I, yeah. I I think, um, for me, every year, I think in the first two weeks you find out who, you know, there. There's usually a couple players that for whatever reason didn't get drafted. Um, he's a perfect example, and I would go. He's the person I would by far go hardest in the paint for of all the people that we're going to talk about tonight is Naeem Hines. So um, I like that. I like 40 to 60%. That's, that's strong though. I mean, in the year of our Lord COVID, it's, uh, it's scary, but if there's anybody right now that you should do it with, I think it's him. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I don't know what your waiver wire looks like. Uh, we do share a waiver wire, so I do know what your waiver wire looks like. But uh, I, I will say um, that as I think Juju just caught his second touchdown. He did. Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, I Can't that number be 18 instead of 19? Jeez Louise. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about swings and misses at the end of the show. Uh, right, right, right after three tweets. Make sure you're paying attention to that part. Um, any anywho, I, I think that you know, looking at our waiver wire, most of the good players are 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 gone. You you don't yeah. have a lot of heavy hitters on the waiver wire right now, so that's why you know for us we're we're going to talk about a few guys that you can pick up, but we really want to talk about how you're going to manage your team. You know, so it's not just the waiver wire. How are you going to look at the players on your roster and go, are they for real? You know. Yeah. So for example, uh, so far. We, we look at some guys and we go, you know, Cam Akers, is he for real? Can you start him next week? Are you starting Cam Akers? You know, are, are you, you know, I don't know. Malcolm are Brown, you? Malcolm Brown is my second biggest pickup. I, I, if he's available in your league, I think Malcolm Brown is, is the guy to get to. Um, I wouldn't go as hard in the paint because of that uh, crowded backfield. And right. I'm sure Cam Akers is going to continue to, you know, figure out how to play in the NFL, but man, he did not look as good as Malcolm Brown last no. night. Uh, Malcolm Brown looked good too. I yeah. was like, Whoa. Well, you he, know, Malcolm Brown, uh, he was, uh, an NFL rusher last year and the year before too. He played on the NFL, in the NFL. So there's just that experience with, with Cam Akers. He, he's a talented back, you know, but we saw some rookie running backs fall flat yesterday, including, our boy DeAndre Swift, who we like, who we think he has a lot of potential to kind of get some, uh, you know, touches at the end of this uh, season and kind of take over that job. Well, he dropped a game-winning touchdown in the end zone. Just total Detroit Lions move. Uh, and so, you know, life is like that. Yeah. Yep. Um, DeAndre Swift is somebody that, based on how he was featured, I'm, I'm. I had him on my bench. I'm putting him back in the starting lineup. So I'm elevating DeAndre Swift. Yeah. I think I think as a flex position, um there's just there's just always gonna be that upside. Uh I think Adrian Peterson is another guy on on the wire that people could go after. And um it was pretty obvious the person that's getting phased out is Carrion Johnson in that offense. They're they want to use DeAndre Swift. So um, yeah. You mean Mr. Leg, leg Brace himself, 
leg brace Johnson? Are they calling him that now? Adrian Peterson balled out. Yeah. He balled out. I mean, that was a great game. Um, he, uh, I, I mean, I was really impressed that he was able to step in and just, I, you know, he's had a history with the offensive coordinator. So that was another reason why they wanted him. So I guess it's not that surprising, but still just to go in and rush for 93 yards, it's pretty impressive. So I think yeah. he's another person to target. Um, I, I agree. And I was kind of scooping him trying to be sneaky, thinking about watching him, you know, when he was on the Washington football team, just dropping drafts to, to being undraftable. And I thought, this guy still has a little bit of juice left. So I picked him up here and there. Nothing special. When he got dropped, it wasn't a big deal. But, you know, he rushed, and they talked about it during the broadcast, he rushed like a, like a man possessed. And to tackle him is to get hit. You are absorbing a punishment to even engage in a tackle with him. And, uh, and that's what kind of stood out from that game was he was bringing the hit to the to the defenders the whole game and he looked quick i don't know something about the pants something about the turf got new shoes i mean that dude just looked like he was 25 26 years old so um yeah i I like both of those i would definitely pick up ap he might be a sneaky get you can maybe get him for maybe under eight bucks maybe six seven bucks uh if if you're doing you know the hundred dollars so if you're doing two hundred dollars fab maybe you know 10 bucks 12 bucks you can get him but that's just that's just me I, i like both of those guys uh, any other guys that you're thinking about after you watch this weekend who you're either kind of you know, downgrading, either off your team, eviscerating, dropping, no longer going to be employed on the Mike Collins Express? Um, what are you thinking? Um, you know who I'm st- stuck on is what do I do with Sammy Watkins? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's still got to do another week or two of what he did on Thursday, but he looked really good. Would you trade Miko Hardman for Sammy Watkins straight up? Yeah, yes. yes. You would. And, and here's, here's the thing. Uh, as I was watching the game, I was watching the game and going, wow, it's 2019. Great. Great. When's 2020 going to come? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not convinced right now that it's going to be coming anytime soon for me, Cole Hardman. And the reason is he's just not on the field. He doesn't have a snap share that you want. You you want the guy who's on the field, and he's not. He's not in two wide receiver sets. He's only in four, three or four wide receiver sets. You know, when they go the the, the 11 personnel, the 10 personnel, that's the only time he kind of sees the field. And you need a guy on the field more than that. That's what you need right now. And so if there's an injury, somebody said it on Twitter best, not me. I'm not quoting this, but they said. He is like the best wide receiver handcuff in the game. Yeah. You know, for me, Cole, but or so, for um for Tyree Kill. But he's not standalone value right now. I still think he has upside for for DFS. I'm gonna put him on my bench. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut him. But uh, yeah, I, I think he's somebody you got you gotta put down on your on your kind of watch list for his value. It's it's gonna fluctuate this year. And that offense is gonna fluctuate because they're gonna take what you give them. They gave them Sammy Watkins. That's what they did. They said, throw it to Sammy Watkins. And he said, okay, I will. They, and then he did. So, I mean. They really did look like they had Sammy Watkins plays in their playbook. Like, they, you know, that 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 touchdown that he caught, that was a Sammy Watkins play. They had, yep. they had plays specifically designed for his skill set. And I don't know, man. Uh, would you start him? Would you elevate him? You know, people always like to say that, like, you know, he's got the one week worth of work in him, and then you get rid of him. He's that first week player. It's kind of cliche, honestly. I say that you play him until he shows you he's not going to do that. Um, if you're designing goal line, pat wide receiver plays for someone, I mean, that's a good sign. I like that. That that portends, I think, to good uh, upside in the offense. Now, can you rely on him as your wide receiver too? No. Yeah. No, no, he's a flex. He's yeah. always going to be the flex. Well, you know, I know the, the, the fo- fancy footballers call him the lizard king. We'll call him the flex king this year. He can just be the flex. You know, so yeah, I would I would play him. I would keep him. I'd put him in the elevation category of elevate. You know, mitigate or eviscerate. I I am getting convinced. I I think I I think I might potentially elevate Sammy Watkins, especially since I have a team with Michael Thomas and. 
is he get mitigated? <laughs> what is going on with Michael Thomas? I, I, the, the word on the street is he has a high ankle sprain. That's that's a dreaded word on the street. I have him as well, and I'm uh, I'm quaking in my walking boot. Honestly. Oh man, on such a just a stupid play too. It's a, a, a stupid part in the game. Yeah. Where normal good coach has the best players in the game not on the field. They're not running trick gadget plays with Taysom Hill. What do you have to prove, Sean Payton? What do yeah. you have to prove? I'm gonna do a Chad Duke rant, rant right now. What do you have to prove? What's wrong with you? Get your players off the field. That devalues Drew Brees too. You know, if you have Drew Brees as your quarterback, uh, losing yeah. it. You know, I. So the word on the street on Michael Thomas is that he is going to play through it, but it's you know, it's not a good injury, and um, I don't know the severity of it. If he's if if he's saying that he can play through it, then you know potentially it's it's you know you have to be able to run. So it, it might not be that bad. It didn't look that bad. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I <laughs> he might, he might get mitigated. I don't know. Um, uh, another player that I, I had elevated that I want to mitigate now is Antonio Gibson. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't understand uh, why they love Peyton Barber, uh, especially since Antonio Gibson's so much bigger, but just him being, he's really basically new at the position too, you know? So he's not really a running back. I mean, he's like Juju Smith-Schuster size, you know? So I, you know, I think he's gonna have some big games, but I, I'm gonna, it, you know, yeah. Hopefully you didn't draft him as your RB two. Um, I think I'm, I'm in a situation in one league where I have him and David Montgomery. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pine that guy. He's he's gonna have to to ride it for a little bit before I trust him again. Um, who who do you want to eviscerate? Who who do you just want to throw into the waiver wire waiver wire dump heap? Well, you know, and, and maybe it's just me and my own team personally, um, but I, I do kind of want to eviscerate uh, Brian Edwards right now. And, and I didn't start him anywhere. But, you know, um, if Ruggs goes down with that knee injury and he's out for a long time, you think, OK, maybe Brian Edwards gets more targets during that, you know, quarter or whatever he was out. He didn't, he didn't sniff it. It wasn't anything for him. So, you know, if you're not getting targeted when Ruggs isn't in the game, when are you going to get targeted? Like, the, you're not going to get targeted when Ruggs and Waller and Renfro are in the game as much. So, I, I'm not I'm not in it. Maybe Brian Edwards, I'm sure he catches more passes. I'm sure he has a breakout game this year. I'm just, right now, he, he's not somebody that is uh, equivalent to Ruggs. It was, you know, I, I was touting him as somebody you kind of sneak and maybe get some value on. Eh, not, I'm, not, I'm not buying in really right now in that offense. There's a lot of of rushes to be had. If he was a running back <laughs> named Josh Jacobs, you know, then I'd be a little bit more um, prone to that, you know, old take I had, but I'm out. Josh out. Jacobs in our league of record had 38 points, three touchdowns, 93 rushing yards, 46 receiving yards. Whoo. Jeez, man. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I missed on him. I'm not going to lie. And, um, you know, uh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't miss on him. Um, but uh, I tell you who I sort of missed on was CEH. He looks so of all all the rookies that we saw, CEH was by far the best. Who do you think yes. was who, who do you think was second? Who, 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 who are you most hopeful about out of all the uh, rookies? You know, I'm not giving up on our guy rugs. He flashed before he got hurt. I mean, yeah. that, that catch and run, I was hoping he was extending that ball to the pylon for a touchdown. You know, it, it, he, he looked good. He looked fast. Um, I don't think he's going to get a volume. I think that the, 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 the real guy right now to look at is, is Jonathan Taylor and, 
the Colts offense, Marlon Mack, you know, going down really kind of elevates him just by volume and necessity. Um, so I think he is somebody who's poised to kind of break out as well. If you follow uh, nimble W numbers, you you should. Uh, and if you don't, I mean, what are you doing? But if you if you don't, I also do some prop betting. And one of my prop bets was Jonathan Taylor over the 700 yards this year with Marlon Mack out, unless Jonathan Taylor does sustain an injury, that looks like to me a slam dunk uh, of, of opportunity for him. You know, he he probably projects now into getting you know maybe 1100, 10, you know, maybe a thousand yards rushing, maybe you know 1300 total yards possibly. That I mean maybe that's overextending him, but he's going to get a lot of volume, and uh, Naheem Hines is going to kind of be there to to be the scat back and the third down back, and he'll be on the field a bunch as well. So I think he kind of stands out to me as the, the kind of most second valuable rookie, not because he played so well, but just kind of he did play okay. You know, he still scored 13 and a half, you know, fantasy points. So not terrible, didn't get a touchdown, but um, maybe maybe this week he does get a touchdown. Uh, Naheem Hines got two. So. Yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor's value, I mean, it just skyrocketed. So, um, you know, props to all the people who drafted him. And it's like, literally, you couldn't have drew it up any better. I mean, Marlon Mack gets injured in the first game. And now you have Jonathan Taylor as potentially an RB2. Right. Uh, and he should finish, you know, around the top 12. So, yeah, man, yep. I, 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 I wish I didn't. I don't think I got any shares of him. Um, I, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. I'm excited for rugs, I do think, um, you know, he was quiet in the second half of that game and it was all, I think it was just, he was more operating as a decoy. So we'll have to see how bad I've heard. It was a knee. I've heard it was an ankle. Um, but either way, he's going to be back on the field next week. So I was, I drafted him in every league, but, uh, the crab cake invitational. So I was, uh, who, who, um, who, who scooped him in the crab cake, my horrible sniping partner. <laughs> I know that guy stacks. He's a good looking guy. Let me just be honest with you. He is, he's dead sexy for, for, for an international X male plus size calf model. He gets the job done. I'm just all I gotta say stacks stacks and his big calves decided to snipe me. Mm. Right. You know, my, my guy Darius Slayton just caught a touchdown. And uh, if you checked out the rankings on uh, our site, Nimble W Numbers, I mean, sorry, wrong, wrong site. I've been in my own site for a while. Sorry, thefantasymillionaires.com, double sites. Uh, the, we're, we're brother sites, so we, we, we're, we love each other. We're, you know, we're kin. Uh, you'll find that, that my guy Darius Slayton is definitely ranked as the top wide receiver in that Giants offense. Getting the TD doesn't validate me completely, but I just. I, I'm pleased. It's, you know, step in the right direction. You want your guys to do well. You want your boys to finish fast, strong, and hard, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you somebody that I don't know why I'm not going to eviscerate yet, but boy, to cash. Close. Huh? Close. I'm Well, I should. I should eviscerate this guy. His name's Matt Breida. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Oh my gosh, what is going on in that offense? I mean, just based on that offense uh, and the way that they used Miles Gaskin, I, I, I was who's Miles Gaskin? I, I don't I don't know. He's he's uh, Patrick Laird's teammate. Yeah, Patrick Laird's teammate. That's right. Yeah, seventh round draft pick, Miles Gaskin. Uh, was the 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 prince of the backfield on Sunday? So, I I have not made up my mind whether I just want to uh, cut ties. I part of me is holding out hope that when Tua comes in and takes over that offense, which I think will be in the next week or two, um, he, he will he will get value again. But I, it. it, it if you have if if you have an opportunity to get Naeem Hines and you have Matt Breida, get eviscerate. Yeah, eviscerate. You know, give him the French Revolution treatment. Just give him the guillotine. You know, yeah. he, on your team, cut him. Um, yeah, I agree. And I, I'll take I talk about a few misses of mine, and I'll talk about a few few hits that you know might might be worth either you know mitigating 
or eviscerating. You know, it all depends. I don't know. You know what you're gonna say. Uh, but you know, um, I, I, I'm not a tout. I'm not a tout for Tom. But I did draft Tom in a, in a league or two. You know, here and there. Uh, Tom looks like he's over the hill. Tom, like, you know, some of those passes <laughs> on the sidelines to, to running backs who are, are about my height. Were, were like 17 feet in the air. And uh, it was like he was having trouble gripping the ball. It, it was almost like the ball's inflated too much. That's all I have to say. You know? <laughs> and, and, and with that, we're going to segue into uh, uh, you know, New England Baywatch, which we can come in and out of whenever we want. Just like the show, I'll be ready anytime. Anytime we need to get into this. And we can come in and out of it. So, um, but, yeah, New England yeah. Baywatch. Uh, first episode of New England Baywatch was awesome yeah it was it was awesome uh that's i i you know if i could if i could draw up a script for the season i would like to have uh the patriots and the bucks in the super bowl i mean wouldn't that be bomb uh but yeah when we talked about tom brady uh the thing i saw was the thing i was worried about uh his 43 year old eyes looked not well I mean, he just didn't. He, he didn't seem like he could. He was missing, you know, corners. Like he was not paying it. To, he just. I'm. I'm telling you, it's. There's nothing. I don't care how many vegetables that guy eats. What what brand of HGH he's doing? Father Time is undefeated, and there's stuff that happens to your body, you know every decade or so and when you get into your 40s your eyesight is not going to be as good as it was at 35 your eye that's a that's a fact your eye and i don't really know uh you know as a quarterback what you can do about that because it's just you're not going to be able your visual visual acuity is not going to be quite you know the same as it was you know even three four years ago so what about the LASIK? What about the? I mean, has, has Turbo Tom already gone under the, the LASIK? It's not. Line? It's. I'm not talking about someone who has like you know 2040 vision or anything like that. I'm sure he has perfect 2020 vision and all of that. I'm just talking about his field vision. So when, how he like sees the field. your ability to pick up your the speed on which you pick up movement. So, yeah. um, he like there's a study that was done where they microdose shrooms with people and their ability to pick up object speed actually went up. So this is something, yeah, this is something that, um, you know, maybe Tom might want to look into is microdosing shrooms because I, I think he might, I think he's, I don't think that that was, uh, you know, uh, just a flash in the pan type, game for him i i think he's gonna make those mistakes throughout the season well it doesn't help that uh mike evans was playing like an idiot on sunday and not like a football player whether it was hitting people or shoving helmets off of people or blocking people in the back right he just he did not he did not mike evans needs to come and be the mike evans that we know he can be the 99 yard touchdown mike evans that's what we need from him so Tom didn't play well. Evans didn't play well, and I'm not comfortable with Chris Godwin wearing 14. I don't. Or, I don't know. I, it's just me. I, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, you know, yeah. Gronk didn't look like anything either. You know. Um, I'm mitigating Tom. I'm sorry. I am. He's mitigated. He's on the bench. I'm elevating. I'm elevating Carson freaking Wentz. Jeez, Louise. That's that's not a good thing on a team to do. But I might have to do that in my big money league with with my. Uh, my school friends, uh, man. Like, hopefully, you got Cam Newton because he looked the part. Uh, yes, I, you know what? I, I would definitely install him as your your starting QB. He's going to get you the ground yards. He rushed for over seventy yards. I mean, come come on, you know, two touchdowns, seventy yards. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you another guy that you can get off the waiver wire that I think is going to have a good season is Teddy Bridgewater. So if you have Tom Brady, you might want to, you know, invest and you don't have another quarterback. You might want to invest in somebody like Teddy Bridgewater, because I think he's going to have a good season. Um, I agree because his defense is poo poo. He's going to be behind all year. He's going to have to sling it. 
Well, and, and that was the thing, too, is that he was like, uh, you know, Robbie Anderson had a really long touchdown. Um, I think both DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel both each had five receptions. So um, he he's a nice he's a nice little guy. You can get off the wire right now, especially if you have Tom Brady. Um, I think also with what happened with Michael Thomas, I would pick up, I mean, I said this in, in the, in the, the draft shows that if you have Drew Brees or Tom Brady, you should get a second quarterback, uh, a decent one. So if you yeah. didn't, another person too is Philip Rivers. I was always kind of thinking, um, you know, I think he's, he's going to do what he always does. He's not going to win football games, but he will produce. I mean, he had 363 passing yards so um i think he's another person you know if you want to kind of flip flop you know and and hold on to two two qbs and kind of you know scheme for your matchup that he's a good person you can probably get off the wire too so you want to hear a crazy stat from last year sure philip rivers uh you know played pretty well at times When, when he wasn't in the last drive of the game, he, he didn't throw that many interceptions. Guess how many uh, game-ending interceptions my boy Philip Rivers threw last year? Game-ending interceptions? Yeah, like like they're driving because they're behind or they're trying to win the game, and he throws an I'll, interception. I'll guess. I, mean, I have no idea. I'm going to guess. Uh, I, I'm going to guess a lot because I watched last year. So this is just yeah. uh, this is just a guess. Okay. I'm going to guess eight. You're close. You're <laughs> every other game seemed like it. Yeah, uh, it was six. Okay, but eight is eight's a great guess, and I, you know, we'll go with eight between you. I'm winking, wink, wink. Yeah. Uh, well, counting the one he just did yesterday, seven, seven. So you, we'll split the difference. The guy, uh, he plays well. I've noticed this when it's it's a positive game script or when it's a it's a kind of even game script. Not not that much going on. When, when the game is on the line, he seems like he's a little like a like a dad, a little frazzled. Yeah, the guy's to got like twelve kids. Force he's, it, he's, just he's got, force it in there. He, he pushes it. He's just like, Aah! yeah, you know. And uh, that yeah, you know, Paris Campbell on some of those plays had five guys on him, you know. And so he looked great. Paris yeah. Campbell looked great. Well, he did. He did look great. They'll get. They'll get better. Philip Rivers. I like. Is the opposite. Remember how Blake Bortles. You wanted Blake Bortles at the end of a game because he'd have like seven points to the whole game, and then the fourth quarter would come, and the Blake Bortles show would start, and he would just throw like four touchdowns to Allen Robinson, and then they would somehow still get their butts kicked by twenty points, uh, and then you're like, he's incredible. I want Blake Bortles on all my teams, and. Uh, yeah, that that is the opposite of Phil Rivers. He gets you the third quarter, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I got 29 points. I got 29 points. And by the end of the fourth you quarter, you have 23, got 21 points. Yeah. He throws a couple of interceptions. Yeah, he gets sacked a bunch. You're just like, damn. Yeah, damn. Are you serious, Philip Rivers? So, you know, he's one of those guys. You get a prop bet for first half, Philip Rivers. You take it, take it to the house. Second half, Philip Rivers. I don't want any part of him. So I, I, I will. If if I'm struggling, I, I'm not. I've got a few QBs on my team. I'm okay. Let I'm me okay. let me ask you. Let's let's do a little bit more waiver wire, and we'll talk a little bit more NFL. And then also, we want to try and each give a, a sneaky daily fantasy up for the upcoming week. Just a guess. But uh, yeah. so let's let's just finish waiver wire. Um, what do you think of Peyton Barber? Well, I don't know if the if the Washington football team is going to get to the goal line as as many times as they did. A game script is one thing that you, mm-hmm. you can't predict how the ball is going to get across the line or where you're going to be on the field and all that's going to work. Um, I don't think he's a bad person to pick up. I'm just not. I don't think he's a plug and play. Mm, you know, I, I, I think he might be somebody who you pick up and you see how it goes. Or if you have an injury. If you have Marlon Mack, maybe you kind of grab him as a, as a flex option, but maybe look for a wide receiver who's got a little bit more upside to, to put put in there. Uh, you know, that's just me. I think he's a stash if you can grab him on the wire. Maybe 10, 15, 12 bucks in that range. Uh, you know, Here, he might already be already on a team, so maybe trade for him if, if you have uh, interest. Here's his stat line. Yeah. 17 carries 
29 yards. 29 yards, but two touchdowns. <laughs> and 99 touchdowns. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm in total agreement. I think uh, he's he. If if you have worse worse trash, then go ahead and get him. But uh, what about Jarek McKinnon? You know, as somebody who dropped him in our league of record, <laughs> and then watched my other running backs just kind of crap themselves, you know, I, I would definitely go grab him as well. I think. You should temper temper expectations though a little bit. Um, you know the reason he didn't get as much run or he got more run is because Tevin Coleman didn't really play at all, and uh, he played a few snaps. But you know his sickle cell uh, it needs good air, and and you know there's been a lot of fires in, in California, and God you know protect and pray for those people. Um, and but it just was bad, bad day for him. He wasn't going to be able to, to to give you know it you know 20, 30, 40 snaps. So uh, we'll see what happens next week. You know, when we move away from the fires and, and so I don't know if it's going to be the same exact carry split share. I think Tevin Coleman does have a presence. I I didn't play Tevin Coleman. I don't think no, anyone did. People kind of watched the news and kept him out of their lineups, which is smart. But uh, I'm not I'm not going to rush to get him unless unless I'm a most truther. You are maybe, though, have a little bit more interest in him because you have you have most and, and uh, nice, nice, fast touchdown run. They brought it up that he was the, the fastest in the last couple of years on that run, uh, it was, he was smoking, man. And uh, he, once he got to that second level with the linebackers where normally the safety can get to the point of impact, but he was so quick through that zone. I uh, picked up speed so fast. Yeah. I, I was thinking of you the whole time. I was like, I hope, I hope master Mike is watching this, you know, mixed master Mike just in there like, yeah. Oh yeah. I was definitely jumping around the room. He, I have him on a bunch of teams. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he, I think he got to 22.7 miles per hour, according to next gen stats, which is like the fastest of any ball carrier in the last three years. So, um, and, and it, it does seem to be exactly what I thought it was going to be is that he's the first and second down back, and then they're going to have a third down back. And I think Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon are going to battle throughout the year for that position. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought, I think, you know, what we saw at Tevin Coleman, he's, he's going to be good. I think, uh, it's just, it's dicey with Jarek McKinnon because you have Tevin Coleman and, and so, um, unless there's an injury, uh, he'd be hard to start, but I think he is worth rostering again. If, if you have the ability, um, uh, what about Josh Adams? Well, Le'Veon uh, Bell. Le'Veon Bell has injured his hamstring. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, he got a, a second half touchdown in that game. And I said, who, who is that? What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't have any jets on my team. Yeah. I was not a Le'Veon Bell truther. I do think you go and try to grab him. You know, I think he might be a sneaky pickup, uh, especially if you're a Le'Veon Bell owner. I think you might have to go and overspend a little bit. I'm guessing probably 20. 25% of your fab is probably going to take it if you want to be sure you're going to get him. Um, but I would consult some more experts as well. Maybe go to your fab finders. I'm sure you guys have special apps and stuff to, to you know, go and check the value of all those good things. But I, he's somebody who, if you're a Le'Veon Bell, you know, you've got that guy as your RB2. You need to go get him Yeah. Know, for now. I'll, I'll tell you cash is so – cash is too – Running backs that I think you got to add if they're addable are, are Naeem Hines and Malcolm Brown. Uh, wide receiver, I really like Russell Gage. I yeah. I think yeah. I think you got to I think you got to be willing to shell out some bucks for him too. Um, um, the, the the Atlanta offense is just inc- he had nine catches. He had yeah. nine catches. I mean, they're gonna throw him the ball so. Um, he, you know, he, I think, I, I think if you, uh, you know, again, if you have somebody like Michael Thomas on your team, you know, you're already dealing with an injury. I think it's worth, um, spending some money, um, to, you know, potentially get someone that it, it, he's, he's, you know, the most he's ever going to be is flex, but if he keeps having games like that, um, yeah, he's worth it. So. Yeah. 
Well, you 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 um you teased something earlier, and I wanted to give us a little transition uh, to, to somebody I'm going to be kind of looking at in the in the DFS realm this okay. week. Okay. You know? Um, and so you ready to do a little transition? Sure. Love it, brother. Uh, somebody I'm looking at this week after, you know, uh, not a breakout week, but about a good week. We kind of transitioned a little bit earlier talking about rookies. You know, uh, C.D. Lamb looked like an NFL player just straight off the break. You know, he looked like he caught the balls that were thrown to him. He took the tackles. He, he made the moves. He didn't. I didn't like that penalty that was called on him. I, I thought that was kind of ticky-tack. That was not a block uh, in the back or anything. That was dumb. That was a dumb call. So I felt like he was playing a really good, good, clean game. And uh, I, he's somebody who I see because he's definitely breaking out. That offense is not uh, humming yet. You can tell there's still some some kinks to be worked out. But they targeted him. You know, he did well when the targets he he got. And uh, Dak didn't look terrible. You know, I think that they have to figure out how they're going to kind of play and uh, and what they're going to do and how they're going to get their targets around. Blake Jarwin also is is down. Mm-hmm. Down, you know? mm-hmm. And so um, <clears throat> you don't want Jason Witten back, of course. But you know, um, I think that's somebody who I, I have in my lineup. I'm definitely going to make sure that he gets elevated and then in DFS that he gets put on probably in my flex, probably as a real upside play this week. That's somebody who I'm targeting. How about you? Any, anybody that you're looking at is kind of a, a game breaker, maybe somebody that you want to make sure you've got in one of your lineups. And if you say Mark Andrews, you son of a. Yeah, so so let me I'll just say this too about CD Lamb. Yeah, the Blake Jarwin ACL tear. It, 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 I think it's almost equivalent to uh, Marlon Mack tearing his Achilles for CD Lamb value. Uh, I think his value just shoots up because that offense is gonna throw the football, and the, he was already. We already saw he was getting used. So I love that. Yeah. I so my pick. I you know my pick is is sort of similar. Um, you know I I I think. I'm gonna say Henry Ruggs. I, I don't know uh, what what the injury is like, but I I feel like both of those guys you can ri- ride them while their values down. So yeah. um, I, I I think I think either I I, I like both of those guys uh, for for DFS. Um, you you know you have to see what's going on with Ruggs. Um, I'm sure there'll be some more information, but. Um, as of now, he's healthy. So, I mean, yeah. if he's healthy and they're going to put him in and, and use him, then uh, I, I think he's a, he's a nice sneaky DFS play too. Because, I mean, on FanDuel, he was like 5,100 last week. And I expect him to be right around that this week. So we'll know, I guess, tomorrow. But, um, yeah, so... So, yeah, man, uh, one, let's... let's uh, before we get into th- three tweets... Um, Who's gonna? I want to know. Let's hear it right now. First, first episode of the show. Who's gonna be in the Super Bowl in in, in 2021? Who are we gonna see? Uh, I'm gonna say the. Hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. And you don't know injuries, but I, you know, the Baltimore Ravens looked really good. I, you know, and of course they're playing the Browns. Oh, terrible, but. You know, I, I like the Ravens or the Chiefs in the AFC. They look strong. I know that, that the Patriots are kind of back, but they struggled against a Miami team that, you know, I mean, uh, it's Miami, but whatever. Uh, it's a division team, but I, it's it's new. Cam played pretty well. Um, not not terrible. You know, did you get in a fight at the end of the game? Someone grabbed his chain. I don't know if you saw that, but, you know, uh, just did, did you see that? That was an I, interesting it, little yeah. Tampa yeah. Bay, New England Bay watch, you know, it was Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cam 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 is so big too. Like he just he's just a nasty big dude. I mean, he didn't look scared of whoever was doing it. I, I just saw a glimpse of it. Like it flashed to something else, but Yeah, well I, I yeah, kinda so, remember that. But I, those are mine. And then, you know, I'm not if the if the Packers are gonna let Aaron Rodgers throw the football like he did all season. Uh, last night they, they looked dangerous as an offense their defense wasn't that great you know they give up a lot of points and they got dalvin cook you got adam thielen you know they they did sack kirk cousins turn him over a little bit that's okay you know um but yeah they, they looked uh really good offensively and uh but then really russell wilson man 
Jamal Adams, to me, makes the favorite, you know, the Seattle Seahawks in my eyes, especially since the the Cardinals already came in and de- and kind of defeated the the champs from last year. I think it's going to be a harder season for the 49ers, you know. I think it's going to be a little bit more difficult. And the Rams look good. They they beat, you know, the Cowboys. So, uh, Seattle is going to have to get through a gauntlet, but I like Seattle. So, like so pick, pick your two teams. You, you got to pick them. Oh, man, you're putting the screws around. Okay, I'll say uh, Seattle and Baltimore. Seattle Chiefs for me. Well, Seattle Chiefs, okay. Right, Seattle Chiefs, right. yep. Yeah, it was between the Chiefs and, it, and If you get to pick four, if you get to pick four, so you, you I like uh, Baltimore is fine. That's That would probably be my other pick. I'll say I like the Saints from for, yeah. from the NFC. So if Michael Thomas, if they can survive while he heals – uh, they look really good too, as they always do. So, um, yeah. that th- that's my uh, AFC NFC Sunday prediction. Um, so, I like, I like it. A fun like a fun it. day in our life as well. So, yeah. cool, brother. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Three tweets. Three tweeted <laughs> up. Three tweets. <clears throat> Three tweets. Let so me, uh... let me pull up. I sent you three tweets. Okay. The first one is between me, you, and Joe Rogan. That's not for the, okay. the podcast. That's just an interesting thing I threw for you that uh, I thought you would like uh, okay. between you, me, and the you know the podcast. Um, let me pull up my tweeters. All right. I got it on the tweeters. All right, I just sent you mine. I got to go to my DMs, man. You know, I got to jump into my DMs. She said it's Joe Rogan. I know that. I'm just saying that the Joe oh. Rogan one is just for me and you. Is it Rex Chapman? Yeah, Rex Chapman is my first one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on. I'm pulling myself up. Okay. For some reason, I'm not. Oh, it's loading down in another one. Okay. I keep pulling myself up again and again. I think I'm in dark mode. It's I, it's interesting how my, my, my stuff does that. All right, give me one second here. I'm going to switch to share my screen. All right, I'm sharing my screen now. Okay. Away. All right, you want to do yours on mute or whatever? Yeah. All right, ready? I will. Hold on. Let me, um, let me put it back to the start. Here we go. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. Yep. I think Matthew Berry shared this one. Good one. I like it. Is that what you would have done? Just walk through somebody's car? Mine didn't play. Do you hear me? Yeah. Mine didn't play. Can we redo that one? Yeah, sure. All right, hold on. Um, All right. Going back. I'm going to reload it. Okay. And... All right. All right. All right. Homeboy just said, nope. Not today, Satan. Guy. Through his car. Yeah, he just walks right through his car. He walks right through his car. He, he opens his door. He climbs through. It's a it's a convertible, so it's an open. Walks over the man's lap, jumps out the other side. It's beautiful. The guy gets out of his car, looks around. He's got no shirt. He's a bro for sure. <laughs> hey, you uh, you want me to bring you? All right, I'm getting mine ready. <laughs> that, that was good. That was good. Okay, let me get out of here. This is our boy Joey Molinaro. All right, hold on. That's your, yours. I'm yeah. pulling up right now. All right, I love it. Okay, All hold right. on. Don't don't start it. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have you do it. Uh, I, I got mine up, and you tell me when to push play, and it's ready to go. And yeah, just make sure yours is muted. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. This guy, <laughs> this guy Johnson. You coming over for the game later? Ugh, gotta work. On what? My tolerance. <laughs> hey, you uh, you want me to bring you one? Oh no, actually, I'm going for two. <laughs> 
offense mm. this year. Oh, uh, yeah? What's your favorite formation? Shotgun. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what's the over-under for Sunday night? Uh, last time I checked, it was uh, six Michelob Ultras. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's almost kickoff. I gotta go meet my buddy. Who's that? Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Oh, heart stuff. <laughs> Johnson out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, that Those was funny. I, I, I really enjoyed that. That. I, I think you win three tweets, man. Joey Molinaro. He's a big. I'm a big fan of that guy. So, oh, he's so good. You know, All right, I win. win. All right. Let's see. You win, I bro. send you third tweet now. Let me send it to you. Okay. I was laughing a lot. I'm not going to lie. Those guys are just so funny. Their facial expressions, they're just they're so, they're my boys, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you get it? Pulling it up right now. Looks like it's from Mr. Jason Moore. Mr. Jason Moore. <laughs> With a great tweet. Really seems like the Texans need a bonafide number one wide receiver, but those are really hard to come by. <laughs> so true. Jason Moore, that reminds me of the, the J.J. Zacharyson tweet about Leonard Fournette being the best landing spot uh, you know, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the open position of running back. And, and it is, it's just, it's so funny when it's right in front of your face. I know. And, and what I heard about it was that he didn't like that DeAndre Hopkins was, you know, into babies' mamas and, and kind of lived a different lifestyle. I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I, I meet a lot of people. I care for a lot of people. I serve a lot of people. One thing I don't really care about is those type of things. If you make people and you're trying to care for people, yeah, do your thing. You know, why would I moralize somebody, kick him out, you know, and, and say that to him, just disrespect him as a man? I mean, he wanted to get out of there. You know, that was that was clear. He felt like he was treated wrongly. And uh, didn't want you know Bob didn't want to pay him, dude. You know? He gives his his every touchdown to his blind mom. I mean, the guy is just. I know. I, I love him. I love I, him. And boy, was I right. He was one of the people I was doubting. Um, they are using him exactly how we would use him. Like yeah. a video game. That guy is a he is a cheat code, and they are trying to get the ball to him as much as possible. So, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I'm with you, and uh, you know I I think that uh, it was a great 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 first week. I did not win the Millie Maker. Um, next week I will win the Millie Maker. Um, but I did stack Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins thanks to my man Bo. Bo knows Bo McBigTime. We know Bo McBigTime. Uh, I also ran the gauntlet this past week, and I did four podcasts. Uh, it was quite it was quite the experience. You know, five actually if you count the one I did on Wednesday. So yeah, last week I did I did six podcasts last week, and uh, overall betting I went ten and six, which is good if you're nimble betting. First week I first first uh, night I went six and oh, six for six. It was a great time uh, for the Empire. Cooled a little bit yesterday. Went four and six. The running back uh, numbers—they did not get the receiving yards I thought they would get. Uh, There's some low-hanging fruit that I thought could be captured in one screen pass. Didn't happen. But we live and we learn. And rugs got hurt. So a couple different things happened yesterday. But I'm still ten and six. That was good. Bo McBigtime and I also did three different podcasts that were non-sports gambling related. Completely, we did a DFS new show. I'm I'm doing. Every week against a, uh, a DFS tout or a fantasy football analyst, somebody in the biz. Uh, this week I'm going to go up against the FF underscore intervention, my man Chase from the Coming In Hot. You might know him. He ate a hot sauce. It was so hot his face uh, froze, and he was talking like this. It was uh, it was it was awesome. You know, I ate a lot of hot sauce too that night. It was cr- crazy. Bo Bo beat me last week. I'm 0 and 1, down 20 bucks. Uh, in that league, that that show is called the DFS Money Shot, uh, and then after that, me and Bo did the Millie Maker podcast, which I'm doing every week because we're chasing the Millie Maker. And then after that, Bo and I did uh, our own podcast called Hard Fast Finish, and uh, you know that's our motto. And so you know, shout out to all those, shout out to everybody, Mike. Any shout outs you want to do? You want to plug, you know, the FancyMillionaires.com 
What, what do you want to plug, my man? Yeah, I have one podcast. This is it. So tune in next week. And uh, yeah, check out all our uh, social media stuff. And there'll be some more stuff coming on the website. Um, so yeah, check us out. Check us out on the Twitters. And um, we are on the Instagram. Not, not really uh, doing as much over there. We love the Twitters. So um, follow us on the Twitters and, uh, and follow at the Ralph Macho and at Nimble W Numbers. So, heck yeah, and go football! I'm so glad it's back. It's real, man. It's real. It's back. It's back. It's back, baby. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. And uh, yeah, man, football is here. So uh, let's let's dial in and and win that money. Get that. Get your guys. Yep. All right. All right. Peace. Peace.